Hey guys, this is Hannah from year one. We decided to do something a little different this week and uh, we are giving you the unedited, raw audio of our Tuesday night talks with Mikhail and I. We had Drew and Emily of Imperial Digital Marketing come on with us and we had a great talk about being authentic and personal branding on Instagram and Facebook. And we really enjoyed having some competitors on. I feel like we can all learn something from each other. And uh, that's something Mikhail and I really want to do with these Tuesday night talks. So without further ado, here is the audio from our Tuesday night talks. We hope you enjoy. What's up, guys? And welcome to this episode of Tuesday Night Talks. My name's Mikhail. And I'm Hannah. And every week we come to you at 7 p.m. And today we have some new business owners, newer business owners, which is great. We're going to be talking about personal branding digital marketing, answering any questions that might come in live. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to do that. So for those of you that don't know, my name's Mikhail. I am a digital marketer, personal brander, and um, I love doing this stuff. So <laughs> I'm really excited you today. You thrive on it. I'm yes. sorry? You thrive on it. Yes. I try to, and guess what? I'm gonna bring Hannah all the time. <laughs> so anyway. When you all groan inside a little bit. <laughs> So anyway, today we have Emily and we have Drew. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Okay. Hi, my name is Emily. Um, I am also a digital marketer. Um, I was a journalism and media studies major, which led me into digital marketing. We started our digital marketing business um, about a year ago. It's like 11 and a half months now, and it's been going really well. Um, it was a big leap, but it was definitely, it's something that, that was worth it. <laughs> My name is Drew, co-founder with Emily, um, digital marketer as well, and we're here to talk to you guys about branding today. I'm really excited about that. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, typically, we would go to your office. We were jammed up for time and location, so now we're in the living room, and I'm really ex I actually like the living it's room. Very, right? It's very homey. Really yeah. comfortable. Yep. I've slept on this couch many times. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. For you guys that don't know too, Hannah just moved here from Nashville, so she's trying to make it happen uh, with us, which is really exciting. So, um, tell us a little bit about uh, tell us a little bit about your company. What's funny is we brought on competitors today. <laughs> we did. But tell us a little bit about your company. What do you guys focus on? Um, you know, give us the shield. Give us the pitch. Got it. Yeah. So Imperial Digital Marketing started June of 2016, and I'd say about about a month into it, we found our niche market being pawn shops. So um, Very random, I love it. Very random, but we uh, ended up making a partnership with another company who we are currently working with till this day. And yeah, um, learned a lot about this industry in the past year. Um, it's very unique. Uh, people mostly get an uh, impression of it from the TV shows, and it's a little different than that, though, when you actually meet the real business owners. They're not all the ones on TV every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. In addition to working with pawn shops, um, we also have you know, a personal brand. Both myself and Drew are a little bit on the nerdy side. Um, we love everything from Star Wars to Game of Thrones, um, Doctor Who, Doctor Strange, oh, Marvel, everything. <laughs> Don't get me started. But um, so because we were into all those things, we started to build our own personal brand. Our brand is called Imperial Digital Marketing because we're Star Wars fans. And so we want to help you grow your digital empire. That was our whole slogan. Wow. <laughs> I want to redo the whole thing now. Like for us, like I want to be the rebel marketing group. No, we can. <laughs> that would be great. Um, 
So that's kind of where we got started. And then um, we did find a niche in pawn shops, but we also wanted to break into the nerdy industry because that's where our true passions lie. So we started to going to like conventions, um, not just San Diego Comic-Con, because that's the biggest one in the world and it's hard to break in. We went to some of the smaller ones. This year we went to Palm Springs Comic-Con. It was the first year and we got to meet a ton of people in the industry who, um, you know, do everything from create um, graphics for Disneyland to cosplayers that, you know, um, have 500,000 plus followers and go around, you know, dressing up in these costumes and, and entertaining children and stuff. And it's pretty cool. So we got to meet all these interesting people and uh, grow our own personal brand in that way too. Sure. Awesome. Um, so I know I definitely want to get into the personal brand conversation as well. But one thing I, I definitely don't want to miss out on is the fact that you spend some time um, inspiring kids to read right at a young yeah. age can you tell us a little so bit about that yeah. something kind of new for me um uh, about a month ago i got partnered up with this um company called traveling stories and they are a really awesome nonprofit based out of san diego california and what they do is they have events in which they get a bunch of kids together ages i think it's four to 11 years old and um they give the kids little fake dollars for reading so every book a kid reads they get a fake dollar and then at the end of the night the kids get to buy prizes so um, I was asked because I'm a cosplayer and I um, dress up as a Wonder Woman so um, a friend found my Wonder Woman cosplay and was like hey would you get be a guest at our traveling stories reading is my superpower event right so I got to be Wonder Woman I got to go oh, meet all great. these little kids who firstly really thought I was Wonder Woman which was like the oh. biggest like compliment ever <laughs> because they were like they you've never met them before they're you know anywhere from five to nine years old they're jumping on you hugging you and they want to actually read with you read to you and earn as many of these little bucks as possible and um sure. i i hope to stay involved with traveling stories because it was a really unique organization and they're growing a lot so if anybody wants to get involved with them find them on facebook their name is traveling stories i'm sure they would love to have anyone involved. That's excellent. And that's outside of Orange County, right? It's um, well, they, they, have, they have Orange County stuff as well, but they're based out of San Diego. San Diego, okay. But they do events in the LA area, Orange County, and San Diego. That's great. That's exciting. What about you, Drew? Tell us a little bit about your journey. Um, my journey, so personally, branding myself, the main thing we've done is the Nerdosphere. So we, the Nerdosphere kind of connects back to all those little small Comic-Cons that we went to. We interviewed the small business owners, and um, it was an interest for us. So, I mean, we were trying to um, get some work done there, potentially find clients and stuff like that, but we were enjoying ourselves the, uh, the whole time we were there. Um, that's one thing I want to talk about with personal branding is be authentic. Like, I don't yeah. know if you, if you saw his Instagram, uh, our Instagram takeover of... Um, is we talked about being authentic and that's why we started the Nerdosphere we're nerds and we wanted to find our um, find our passion in that industry and just being ourselves it's not being fake and you know what I, I think that that's such a cool thing I love that you guys can come together and I'm going to dig into your guys' business relationship in a little bit too because um, what the audience doesn't know is you guys have been dating for three years right? Three years almost four years almost four years in that's July four years amazing and now you're in business together, which could be gnarly, but it seems like you guys are doing really well. You guys share uh, passions. But one one thing that's I think is really cool is I check out your Instagram. I check out your Instagram. You're in Wonder Woman. You're in Star Wars. You're in Thor. You're in Star Wars as well. And, like, <laughs> and that you know, was Star Wars is probably 
tip top. Not gonna lie, like there was a lot of it where I was like looking at the both of you guys. I'm like, I want to know them just because I have such a passion for Star Wars as well. So, <laughs> shared interest. Shared interest, exactly. <laughs> but now it's like you guys. I mean, you're a B two B business. You're marketing for other companies. I mean, how does the whole nerdosphere, like Star Wars, Marvel thing, does that interfere with like gaining respect from your clients at all? Um, at first, I kind of thought it might. So when we first kind of went out on a limb and started our own business, I was afraid that my quirkiness would be um, a turnoff, that people wouldn't take me seriously. But um, I'm good at what I do. I don't know how else to say it, but like, you know, like I am, I'm not putting on a front. This is who I really am. And I'm just, I'm not trying to be someone else. And I think that my clients see that and they appreciate that I'm a hundred percent myself a hundred percent of the time. Sure. So I'm the same on my Facebook as I am on my Instagram, as I am when you meet me in person. Yeah. Um, I wear kooky clothes. Sure. I, a lot of the time wear purple or blue lipstick, but, um, I think that because I am good at my job, it doesn't matter that I'm sure. a little bit quirky. <laughs> yeah. But that goes back to the authenticity part yeah. of it. It's just, I mean, people can appreciate working with someone who's authentic. And if they first find you online, like, okay, a little quirky, but you know, let's give her a shot. And I think it's great. Just, I mean, first of all, then you've built an amazing following anyways. Right. So um, I think that was the thing that gave me confidence in it was that I was able to grow a following based off of kind of my my um, love for nerdiness yeah so I like and I was able to then partner with also brands who are nerdy which then gives me more credibility in the sense that I'm working with businesses who are legitimate businesses sure. it's not just oh this girl likes to post about Star Wars it's oh wow she's actually helping someone else promote yeah. this Star Wars product and like there's a there's a goal behind it but at the end of the day it's all stuff I would be doing even if there was no Instagram. There were shirts. There were yeah, shirts I would absolutely. be wearing. Like I'm, I'm 100% the same. Right. So I think it all really came down to, I had just had to get to a point where I was comfortable enough with myself sure. to be myself exactly. online. Hell yeah, definitely. So like, I think a while back before I kind of started going like putting myself out there, I wasn't comfortable enough with being a nerd. I was like, you know what I mean? I thought like I was lame. And so like I wasn't comfortable with myself. So other people weren't attracted to my persona. Now I'm like, I don't care what you think. Sure. And then guess what? That's what people care, like want to see because it's more interesting. Sure. And it's authentic. That's amazing. I love that. And um, just so you guys know too, thank you to everybody who's just joining in. But we do like to open this up for a live Q&A as well. If you have any questions about... Uh, digital marketing, social media marketing, same thing. I don't know why I do that every single time. I do it too. But <laughs> personal branding or um, actually maybe Star Wars would be I'll cool. Take it. I was even going to ask you before we met tonight, Star Wars or Star Trek, and now I'm like not even going to say it. I mean, I know it's going to be Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wish that we got some like Star Wars nerds on here to talk about why it's called The Last Jedi, and maybe that's a conversation we can have after this yeah. but drew you're also you're responsible for a lot of the uh, business development side of it too like has you know the persona in your sales meetings or anything like that has that affected uh, do you feel like it's affected your closing ratio or anything like that um, not particularly no uh, I think that our personal brands haven't really interfered that much mm -hmm. at this point I mean um, especially with our niche market uh, being pawn shops um, 
there's no there's no conflict of interest or anything like that, and I don't think they they've had any problems. They're kind of quirky too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, like pawn shops. I don't know if you guys know a lot about pawn shops, but they um, there's a variety of pawn shops. So you can be a pawn shop that carries everything, like mm. everything from maybe a Star Wars artifact to you know collectible coins and then there's pawn shops that just do jewelry and like yeah, Rolex most, watches right. like and like common. luxury stuff so um, we have kind of both ends of the spectrum in our in our clientele but um, you're able to kind of play upon their different strengths you know what I mean yeah. so although they're all in the same industry we get to know each of them personally and then bring out their personal personality because at the end of the day brands are all run by people and people have personalities sure when you sit down with a new client what is like one or two top questions you ask them to get to know that personality because it's something you kind of learn as you go along. Do you do a creative brief? Do you do just sit down for a long conversation? Talk about their clients and who's coming in there to mm-hmm. get to know them, getting to know the audience because if you don't know your audience, you exactly you're not never going to have success if you don't know who's reading, who's looking at your stuff every day. So yeah, like getting to know their audience, um, who's the typical person walking through their door each day, and how we can get more of those people in through their door. Yeah, it's really exciting. Cool. So you, uh, I know that you guys, you came on, you wanted to talk about personal branding. I'm pumped on your guys' personal brand. And that's something that's really changed my life over the last, like, five years. So I'm very passionate about that. Um, Tell us a little, like, you, I check out your Instagram stuff. Like, you have 10,000 followers, ton of engagement. Um, Like, how do you manage all of that? And have you been able to extract business from that? Um, so at first it, it was, um, when I started kind of growing my personal social media following, it was an experiment Mm -hmm. firstly because I knew I wanted to go into digital marketing. So I was already working in digital marketing with um, a few clients and I knew I wanted to continue in that. So I said, you know, what can I do with this platform? I didn't have, um, too many other opportunities to make a Instagram, like grow Instagram accounts. So I just thought... Hey, I'll do it for myself. Um, so there was a brand I really liked. It's called Black Malt Clothing. If you go to my profile, you'll probably see way too much of it. Um, but I really liked them, and they had a great social media model. So every single item of their clothes has a unique hashtag. Sure. So these leggings have a unique hashtag, every single thing. So you can go and see other people wearing these pants and say, oh, what shirt should I wear with it? And then like go look and find it. So I started just connecting with those other girls that were wearing the same clothes as me. Like it was on that basic of a level that that's, that was our common ground. And right. then started talking to them and they became my friends. And then it kind of started growing whereas they weren't just my friends. It became a following of people who wanted to see what me and these other girls were talking about. <laughs> that's exciting. Okay, cool. That's really cool. So we actually have our first question from Matthew. He asks. Hi, Matthew. He asks, how do you go about marketing a pawn shop? Do you target the generic industry related to the niche pawn, niche, uh, pawn shop, or do you tend to focus on the specific items uh, the pawn uh, carries? So are you doing like the area, the local area, or are you doing like Star Wars uh, memorabilia, or are you doing Rolex? That's actually a really great question. Yeah, Thank you, you for the first? question, Matt. Okay, so on the social media end of it, um, we, do, we do both. So a lot of times um, on social media, nobody wants to be advertised to, thrown down their throat 24-7. So um, most of our clients have about five posts per week. That's what that's pretty standard for our clients. So like on Instagram, they'll 
we will post for our clients five times a week. And I try and stick to a four to one ratio. So four posts that are like a nice quote. You know, it could be a picture of a product, but it's not telling you to buy it. And then the fifth one is obviously go to our e-commerce store, come into our location. Sure. Yeah. So it's kind of... It's a lower a, ratio. Right. Yes. Yeah. yes, people don't want to be... So um, we have like a client in Cleveland. And, you know, with pawn shops, the hard thing is that they don't have reoccurring merchandise. So it's not like we can just advertise this one ring and everyone can buy it. It's like once we sell this ring, it's gone. So instead of just advertising things, we kind of advertise or we promote like the city it's in. So we have a client in Cleveland. We talk a lot about the Cavaliers sure. because they're doing really well. Yeah. yeah. And people in that city love that. They have pride in their team right. and they want you know to see the Cavs continue winning. So although it's not necessarily come to our pawn shop, right. it's still growing a following and building sure. a brand. That's so excellent. That's like building value in the community, community building, that type of thing. I think that's a great strategy. Take note of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very focused on the local. I think that's the benefit of working with small local businesses is that you have that advantage, whereas uh, some of ours are more national. And it's always a little interesting of just trying to like, you still want to be personal, but when you but have you when you're over, exactly. Yeah. So that's a great way to do it. Another big thing in the pawn shop industry is actually they do loans, kind of like a collateral back loans. You bring in your item and everything. That's sure. something that we've learned about. So besides selling items, it's people who are um, in need of cash real quick. And let's say they do have a Rolex or even a lesser watch with some of our clients will take uh, lower end items as well. Right. Getting loans on it, they keep your item and then you get the cash, do what you need with the cash and then um, pay them back once you have the money. And that's actually really interesting because um, the pawn industry, a lot of people our age don't know anything about it. Yeah. Um, so with getting these pawn shops on social media, one thing I've tried to push is like um, with kids our age, like you can get a small loan. So let's you can get a loan anywhere from five dollars to a couple thousand at most of these pawn shops. So um, if you let's say you needed books, so you're a student, you need books for the fall, and you're not getting your financial aid for like three weeks. Right. You can go pawn your phone. Well, no one's going to pawn their phone. But you can go pawn some, like, an electronic item or, um, and you get it back three weeks later and then you don't have to get behind in, like, your classes. So trying to find ways that people our age would actually use the pawn industry yeah. has been a little difficult, but it works. I mean, sure. people just aren't aware that th this is an option, which yeah. is, I mean, I wasn't aware before yeah. we started working with pawn shops really much about the industry at all. And now I know just probably way too much about it but man it, i went through a shitty time in my life and i know way too much about pawn shops as well like <laughs> you know what i'm saying so so i can respect that it can definitely help people to a certain extent yeah. as well so which, which is really cool so you also you deal with uh website development as well right yes so tell me a little bit about that like what platforms do you specialize on and what would you recommend to a small business for like web development doing it then uh, well if you're doing it in-house I mean I would I would outsource I would personally outsource unless you have somebody who knows what they're doing because there is a lot to web development at, at this point today um, we personally use WordPress do all WordPress um, development you got to be careful I know when you start learning about it you just see plugins you want to install plugin after plugin after plugin <laughs> to sure get and then it everything. breaks something exactly. which is something That's that our what... one of our clients has every yeah time. so yeah. Um, be careful do your research i mean depending on where you're going as a uh, as a small business but um yeah that's that's the major thing i've seen with people building their own websites especially wordpress is 
uh, installing too many plugins, not seeing if they're compatible. Absolutely. Yeah. So to everybody just checking in, thank you so much for being here. Um, every Tuesday night, we like to bring guests on. Hannah's going to be the co-host with me. Let's just Sweet. announce that right now. <laughs> and um, we want to answer any of the questions that you might have um, in regards to social media, digital marketing. Uh, Star Wars would be a great one. Eggs Benedict. Yours might be... I found out that Hannah's a nerd today. Food. I am I am a nerd. <laughs> Everybody nerds out of Firefly is my Firefly guys. Okay. Firefly. So Mikhail it's, needs it's so Firefly. deep that I, I don't know what Firefly is. Do you guys know Firefly? I know what it is. I haven't seen it. Um, I, I have, because I'm a cosplayer, I have friends who have cosplayed the girl Kaylee. Yes. She's the main girl, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do One know of, about yeah. it because of... Um, the nerd community, but not because I've seen the show, but I've, I have heard a lot of great things about it. That's excellent. So if you guys have any questions about digital marketing, um, business development, or anything like that, feel free to ask uh, your questions in the comments, and we'll definitely get to those. Um, Patrick, it's so nice to see you. Anthony, thank you so much for sharing this. Hey, if you guys could do us a favor, I don't usually write hook like this, but if you could share it, if you find value in it, that'd be great as well. Um, yeah, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that share also. So um, uh, so you guys, and this is something that I really wanted to dive into. Um, Drew and Emily, they've been dating for almost four years now. You started your business a year ago. Mm-hmm. Do People say don't do business with friends. People say don't do business with family. Mm-hmm. Shit, like now you're doing business with your girlfriend mm-hmm. and like in serious ways. And it seems yeah. to be working. And it you seems guys are to doing be working. great. I, a lot of people... Um, we're like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. You're going to get so sick of each other or like nobody's going to want to work with you because you're yeah. like always together. And honestly, for us, it's been the best possible scenario. Like it's worked out really well. Yeah. And I know for other people it may not work out well, but um, it's we can carry our business over all the time. So as where some people might not like that, to us, our business is, our, is also our personal brand and our personal brand is our life. So, like... That's quotable right there. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, definitely. So... It, because you're so authentic. You're be, not fronting something like you are cosplay. You are yeah. Star right. Wars lovers that are, and digital marketers. So it's like, this is just me. Right. Yeah. So it's like, we... We're, when we're writing blogs, or doing this, or doing that, or we're at Disneyland, we come up with an idea for an awesome nerdosphere because these are all things that fall under our kind of compass of interests. Sure. Digital marketing, the online world, as well as whatever else is going on. So um, it, it flows really well. Sure. And um, I'm the type of person who, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it 110%. <laughs> and um, with both of us doing it, I would say we're doing it 200% yeah. because we're together all the time. And so we're always talking business. But I think it really provides the best results for our clients and for ourselves. That's amazing. It also depends on your relationship with your significant other, obviously, but we were best friends before anything else. Before you guys dated? Yeah, we were really close for about six months before we dated. I I love this. I was about to drop an F-bomb. My mom's going to watch it, so I decided not to. My mom's going to watch too, so. (laughs) No (laughs) F-bombs. The fact that we're friends, we have so so much mutual interests, have a lot of mutual friends from college and everything, it just, it all works out. You guys go to the same college? Yes, we met in college. Uh, We both went to San Diego State, Aztecs for Life. Right. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, so that's excellent. That's yeah. cool. It's cool. So, uh, so I have a question, and I and I do want to be very frank and very authentic. So now um, Emily's gotten a lot of accolades with the Wonder Woman, the you know teaching kids how to read. 
like does that interfere with your business relationship at all is there a time is has there been a time where you're feeling like yo like your personal brand is taking over too much we need to dial it back and come back to imperial tell us like and be honest like i think that this is really important for anybody that watches this um, it hasn't gotten to that point yet because we'll put in the little extra effort of staying up late, doing this, doing that to make the personal brand work. Because right. um, we're hoping for the personal brand to develop even more and more we want it to build. So so you support that of yeah. her and then vice versa. Yeah. Right. So, so. Um, And the business always comes first. So it's always, even if we're up to one in the morning, it's getting that done if we sure. have something with the personal brand going yeah. the next day. Right. So like... Um, my, with having a personal brand, I've, I'm a brand ambassador for a lot of different brands, which means um, they either will give me some type of incentive, um, either like a free shirt or <laughs> this too. These are from <laughs> I Love Apparel um, and or something like that to promote. So um, at first it was a little bit before... I was really a brand ambassador doing anything. I think that was a little more when my personal brand was annoying. Yeah. You know what I mean? So before we had the business and I was just doing this just as a mm -hmm. personal brand, like it wasn't bringing in any income. I wasn't, um, you know, I wasn't getting anything back from it. That's when, it was when I was still in college too. So, sure. I mean, I had more time to focus on my personal brand when I was in college. But that's when I think it was more annoying because it was almost like a, you seem a little conceited, you know what I mean? Sure. Like you're focusing on yourself, but you're trying to build something. But then once kind of it, it followed into clients and brand ambassadors and different deals, it, it made more sense. It wasn't sure. just, Emily wants to post photos of herself. Yeah. <laughs> because Come take photos of me. Exactly. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, Drew, hey, Drew, can you just take one more photo? Like that last one wasn't very good. Sure. And like that could get annoying, you know what I mean? But um, because there's a purpose, sure. I feel like, and because it's helping our business. Yeah. Um, both of those have all, have have made it, I think, less annoying. <laughs> I love that. I mean, for me, it's like the opposite. Like, I'm essentially a 14-year-old girl in a 30-year-old man's body, and I'm, like, asking my girlfriend or, like, my friends, like, hey, like, there's this cool wall. Like, <laughs> you know? That's me, that's me. Or, like, we'd be street driving. Art. Yeah, we'd be driving, and I'll see street art. I'd be like, Drew, like, do we have, like, an extra five minutes to pull over and take a picture with this mural? And he's like, you literally got a picture with that mural last week. Sure. <laughs> but, um, like, there's so much more purpose to it now. So in the beginning, there wasn't much purpose, and it was just kind of for fun. But that's kind of where you need to start. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because um, if you're not doing it because you like it, yeah. then you're going to end up hating it. <laughs> that's excellent. And so exactly. yeah. I was always doing it because I enjoyed it. And although it was a little annoying for him because it's not what he enjoyed. Right. Then when it started bringing, you know, stuff into our business and, and helping out our adding value, adding yeah. value, then it was way more worth it. Awesome. So, all right. So we're coming up on the time and um, I want to get your three tips for personal branding. I want three tips from Emily and three tips from Drew. You want to go first? Yeah, first. Okay. Well, I'm going to take the easy one. I'm going to say be authentic um, because that would always be my number one tip to be who you are across the board um like we've met on instagram yes and guess what when i met him in person he was just like he is on instagram there was that's nothing to nice be nervous to about that's you cool. know what i mean i i can be kind of an introvert sure. although i'm very public online <laughs> i can be kind of an introvert so i sometimes have um i get nervous when i meet people so um like I, I used to yawn a lot when I would say my name. It was just a nervous quirk. And I feel like after like meeting people online and then 
you meet them in person, it, for me, it takes away the fear. Sure. And that's because the people are authentic. If right. the people aren't authentic, then you meet them in person and you're like, this is a curveball. I wasn't prepared for this. So number yeah. one would be authentic. Number two kind of goes along with being authentic, but stick with what you love. Like your social media presence should just be a reflection of everything that you think is great about this world. Or, you know, some things that you think are awful about this world. You know, whatever whatever you want to put out there that accurately represents you um, is going to be the most beneficial. And then also consistency. That's oh, something yes. um, we've struggled with on our personal brand is consistency because when you are a digital marketer, your clients have to come first. But um, so sometimes, like, sure. our Nerdosphere videos get pushed to the back burner, but... Consistency really is key, especially when building an audience. Sure. Because um, if people are expecting regular content and then you fall off the face of the earth, then they're going to go to someone else for the regular content. Right. Uh, my first advice would be engaging with your audience. Let's say um, somebody comments on your stuff. You have don't have to, but your best response or your best uh, bet is going to be responding back to them, talking to them. People want to get to know you. Don't think you're a celebrity. You're too cool just because you got to. 15, 20,000 followers, keep, keep engaged with your audience. They want to know um, you are a real person. Um, tip number two. You still have good ones. I, I know. Ones. That's uh, why I asked if you wanted to go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, tip number two, make sure that you always have a camera on you. Oh, yes. I guess with your yeah, phone. Always have a camera Your photos on. look great, by the way. But the iPhone phone, 7. iPhone 7 plus, Killer. man. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, always have a phone is a great, great one. Um, number three, uh, just besides your social media, I would try to get a little bit outside of just maybe Instagram if that's what you're going for, and maybe starting a blog. You can get a WordPress website or a Medium. blog or a podcast. Whatever. Yeah. Just get outside. I mean, obviously, it's great a to blog have. Blog is great. It's great to have your yeah, uh, Instagram. That's what obviously <laughs> the hot topic is right now. But um, getting a little bit outside of that. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody hears my BS on uh, personal branding, but Hannah, what about you? Wait, say that again. Everybody hears my BS on personal branding and what I think is like important. What are your three tips for personal branding? They already Sorry, took we them. took the good ones. <laughs> um, I mean, definitely being authentic. Just sharing the good and the bad. Like, even I if like you can that. say, like, hey, it's been kind of a sucky day, but I got coffee and it's going to be okay. Exactly. Like, yeah. something like that. Sharing or, the good and the bad is I'm, solid. I love exactly. that. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. I, I kind of balance out the, like branding, business, entrepreneurship stuff on my Instagram, content, not stuff, with like fitness and health because that's one of my hobbies or something that I'm interested in. And so that is one of the big things that like, I had a really hard run today, but I got sweet potatoes and bacon or like something like that. (laughs) I earned my bacon. Exactly. (laughs) That's what I was bribing myself with. So definitely being authentic. Um, uh, I really hate to say it, but getting outside of your comfort zone because Nick keeps trying to get me to do video. Sure. And I'm, I'm ramping up to it with a side gig that I'm doing. Um, but yeah, I think definitely because my tendency is to stick to Instagram. I love the visual elements of it. Sure. But um, I'm basically just kind of repeating what they said because what they said was really great. I think that, and so here's the thing too, and we'll wrap this, we'll wrap it up with this, is that, yes, get out of your comfort zone, but then once you get out of it, realize what you're comfortable with and what you're good at. Yes. And then like triple down on that type of thing. So if you're writing, if you're video, if you're photography, if you're whatever, do that 100, 200, 300, and then make that part of it because if it's... And what you're you're good at is can translate across 
outlets. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Multiple sure. platforms. Absolutely. Like yeah. Twitter makes me be concise. Instagram, I can microblog and do right. more content. Like that's, I'm a writer, so that's what I do. And There's a lot of fire on this right now. I'm excited <laughs> for this one. So thank you for everybody that tuned in today. Um, every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Be sure to check in right here, and we will do the same thing with Hannah. Thank you guys so much yes, for being you. here. Yeah, thank thanks for having us. Absolutely. We have like a real life Wonder Woman and the digital marketer from Long Beach. Long Beach. I love that. Um, thank you again, and we'll see you next week. Peace out. We really hope you enjoyed this slightly different uh, episode of Year One this week. We'd love to have you back next week. If you want to get involved with the Tuesday Night Talks, we usually do a live Q&A. You can reach out to Mikhail on Facebook. His last name is A-L-F-O-N, Alphon. Or you can reach out to either of us on Instagram or Twitter. His username is M-I-Q-K and mine is H-J Moyer. We hope you have a great week.